This is the SEO Mindset Podcast with your hosts, Sarah McDowell and Tasmin Sullivan. This podcast is for SEO professionals and each week with the help of our wonderful guests, we discuss the important stuff that actually affects our careers and progression, but sadly often doesn't get talked about. You know, the invaluable soft and interpersonal skills that are often taken for granted, such as the skills we need for listening, time management, communication, and more. We also talk about the big issues that affect us and our careers, such as burnout, imposter syndrome, self-belief, saying no, plus other big issues and obstacles. With this podcast, we want to share knowledge on topics that unlock our listeners' true potential and enhance not only their careers, but all parts of their lives. So are you ready to prioritize your own personal growth and career development? Then let's crack on with this week's episode. Hello everyone and thank you so much for joining myself and Tasman for yet another episode of the SEO Mindset Podcast. You have us both this week and we are going to be talking about the differences between a coach and a mentor because these terms are often switched around, however there are there are very important differences between the two. And mentorship is actually something that we've already spoken about on this very podcast. Um, So a couple of weeks ago, um, we invited Bonse to talk about this very subject. So um, if you enjoy this episode and you wanna go and check that one out, I'll make sure there's a link to that episode in this episode's show notes. Uh, Before we get into the meaty, topic and before uh, we get Tasman involved as well just want to let you know about all the different ways that you can support the podcast so if you enjoy what me and Tasman are doing remember that we are on buy me a coffee so you can give us a one-off donation of five pound um so if you fancy doing that you'll be able to find a link in the show notes and you can also help us by spreading the word The more people that are listening to us, the more guests we can get on and the more value we can deliver. So tell everyone, colleagues, friends, family, your pets, anyone and everyone who you think will be interested in this podcast, let them them know. So the next time that you're listening to an episode, find the link and share it with them on WhatsApp or Facebook Messenger. Just, yeah, spread the word and get as many people listening to the SEO mindset. Hello, Tasmin. Hello, Sarah. It feels like ages since we've recorded together. I know. Kind of, I nearly forgot what your face looked like. <laughs> no, it's it's. Um, I'm looking forward to this. It's been, and it's. Do you find that when it's us two recording, it just feels like a, a chat? But when you're interviewing someone, I I feel a little bit more pressure because I want the experience to be really nice for them. But with us. It just feels really natural now. And well, yeah, you kind of forget, don't you, that when you're having a chat like this, that other people are listening sometimes. Mm. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, because, well, we've been doing this for over a year, year. have we? Yeah. Is it about a year? More than a year. I think we started um, March, March last year. 
Oh, there you go. So, yeah, but I agree. Um, I always enjoy, um, obviously, it's great, isn't it, interviewing lots of wonderful different guests, but I do I do enjoy it when it's just us two as well because it's good to have a chit-chat yes. and uh, delve into a subject. And, yeah, so I agree. Good. So this is uh, your, so you, you planned this episode, didn't you? I did. I did. So... Way back when, when I discovered the world of coaching, there were very dis clear distinctions between coaching and mentoring. And I found over the last 10, 15 years that those lines are becoming more and more blurred and the two terms are being used interchangeably. So I okay. wanted um, to do a session on the two terms and some sort of like, I won't call them quite hybrid, but for, for purpose of descriptions, some hybrid models that are available as well, because all of them, coaching, mentoring, the hybrid models, they're really great for personal development, but they offer something different. And it's so critical that the person understands what they are and what the benefits are, and then picks the one that's best for them. So, Wonderful. So let's start with coaching and there's so many definitions, but I'm going to use the ICF, so that's International Coding, Coaching Federation. Um, they're the, the uh, leading global organization for coaches, and they define coaching as this. I'm going to read it out. Coaching is partnering with clients in a thought-provoking and creative process that inspires them to maximize their personal and professional potential. The process of coaching often unlocks previously untapped sources of imagination, productivity, and leadership. Now, that's quite a wordy description, but one of the key things in it is the word partnership. Mm -hmm. The coach and the coachee are equal. There's not one higher than the other. And... For me, what coaching, the essence is, is that the coach gives the coachee space. So, um, to just to be, there's a lot more listening in coaching than perhaps mentoring. So some key characteristics, like I said, there's it's partnership of two equals. Mm -hmm. The coach doesn't have to be in the same field as the coachee. Interesting. What they do is that they don't tell you the answers, they guide you. They guide you through some very powerful open-ended questions. It's non-judgmental. The coach isn't going to say to the coachee, oh, you should do it like this or like that. They will let the coachee find their idea of what rights and success looks like for them. They give you a lot of space to think. So coaches aren't scared of silence. And often, even when the coaches stop speaking, they will ask something like, tell me more, or that was really interesting, explain that a bit further. Okay. And, and it's really good for, I feel, for introverts who um, will say their thing and then they stop. And I find even when I was managing teams with introverts, I would be comfortable with silence. And then they would say another thing and another thing and another thing. And that's when you started getting to the real gold that was inside them. 
that's that's really interesting because I think um, some people are uncomfortable with silence, aren't they? So mm. it's interesting to, I suppose, to be a good coach, you kind of have to be okay and comfortable with that because, yeah, like when you do have that silence, it gives the space then, doesn't it, for like more to be said or yeah. more reflection. So, yeah. 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 And this is something, so I'm going to talk a little bit about um, accreditation versus not accreditation. But when you go through the process of accreditation, that's one of the things they teach you, to be okay with silence, to um, look at um, body language, what they're saying, what they're not saying, how they're saying it, being very aware of their emotions as they are saying it. Yeah. So all of this tells you a you know a huge amount rather than what they're actually just saying. Um a coach will help you understand yourself better. So we've talked about self-reflection, understanding yourself and it's a journey and often when we are especially if we do like career coaching and in careers you're just going from one thing to the next to the next to the next to the next without sitting back and thinking, okay, which path do I want to take? What, um, what's holding me back? What's not holding me back? Which opportunities am I not taking? So the coach will help you understand yourself better and what you want. And a big key difference for me is the coach will look at the person holistically. So somebody may come to me with, oh, I want to progress my career. That's fine, mm -hmm. we can work on that. But if if I just concentrated on that element without re taking any regard about the rest of their lives, they may have an action plan of 10 things to do, five things to do, whatever, but it doesn't fit with their lifestyle. It doesn't um, fit with their value system. So the coach will spend time, because their commitment is to the coachee not to that particular thing you look at them as an overall yes and another um, key difference is the term so usually the coaching term will be relatively short so you could have a power hour with a coach you could have three months with a coach you could have up to 12 months with a coach but at that at some point you'd have reached the goal you'd have got what you wanted or got rid of what you didn't want because that's another reason people come to a coach yeah um, and then that's the end of the relationship that said as people evolve so I've had people come to me for life coaching once they're happy with their vision then they want accountability coaching so ah, okay. sometimes yeah it sometimes does evolve um, but by and large, they're short term. And I suppose as well, like it would be quite organic, wouldn't it? Because if you're working on one element or one side of your life or work or whatever it is, it will open up other areas that you might actually think, oh, like that was really good. It helped me figure out this. I now mm. need to figure out this side of it, don't you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I had somebody who... Um, you know, high flyer, wanted to achieve great things, but she wanted to define what that meant for her. So we went through um, a period of time together 
and she had that mapped out. Now she was married to and married to somebody who was also very ambitious and high flying. And she said, could you do some couples sessions with us? And first I thought, hey, up, I'm not a counsellor. <laughs> no, it's, um, I, that's outside my remit. But what they wanted was almost like um, a strategy session so that they could yeah. put their goals on the table, be aware of what each other were working on and build some habits to make sure that that state, you know, their marriage was um they'd put enough effort into their marriage and time and I suppose as well like if there's like two of you it's good to have a coach there as like a mediator I suppose yeah. um to like yeah um not so much like referee as yeah. as it were but just to like facilitate and like coach that space isn't it and yeah. making sure that the two people um yeah so I can kind of yeah I can kind of see why having a coach like I mean when me and Tash my partner were talking about our goals um mm. it would be good to have a coach in the background <laughs> so, <laughs> and I I basically just asked some questions and then yeah. they said oh I haven't thought of that that and then they would um have some homework so we had four sessions and then they went off and discussed how they were going to navigate that bit and they came back and said okay now we've got this what next mm. and asked them some more questions and then they went away and did their homework so it really was facilitating um and that and worked can, really well and you can kind of see how to not just like a personal relationship but like um like professional relationships as well right like mm. uh when you're goal setting or like setting your what you want to do with the business um that would be really helpful if because if you've got someone asking questions that both of you or whoever is in that partnership isn't really thinking about then yeah it helps you um really think about and plan efficiently then doesn't it yeah so I wanted to talk a little bit about um, accreditation. So coaching is um, an industry that you don't have to be an accredited coach to call yourself a coach. Where I, I mean, I, I've gone through the process and I always wanted to go through the process. For me, I was never going to just launch myself and say, I can do this. So what are the advantages of having someone accredited? Firstly, you know that they've spent some, you know, invested time and money on the yeah. process. And if they weren't serious about it, passionate about it, and passionate and serious about making sure they are um, at a certain level, then they wouldn't have spent that time. Yes, yeah. You have to go through quite an extensive program. So minimum 60 hours learning, minimum 100 hours of practice, so that teaches you so much and you're learning in a group setting. I, I learned in a group setting. So you you build relationships with fellow coaches and then yeah. they're there for you to you know lean on if you're not sure about something or if they've learned something. Another advantage is that there are systems in place for ongoing development so once a month I attend the peer coaching session which is an observed one so sometimes you'll be the coach and you've got a group of people watching or the coachee or you're observing on its own. Um, another advantage is that 
the accreditation will have trained the individual, the coach, to, with certain methodologies. So it provides the conversation with structure rather than yeah. just a chat. And yeah. the structure is in place to say, okay, you know, where are we now? What do you want to talk about? Even if your aim is for the coachee to have a, take a step forward, at least one step forward, and you ask those questions around the framework. Yeah. Another big advantage is that you're then um, adhering to a code of conduct. So there okay. are certain things that I know that I have to be mindful of, which I wouldn't right. have been aware of had I not gone through the program. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, that sums up coaching. Is there any questions you want to ask on that? Um, I mean, no question. I mean, just as we were chatting, it got me thinking about um, ways in which my personal and work life could definitely be approved by a coach. Um, and yeah, like it's good to have that definition of knowing what you're signing up to as well, because mm. now, now those people listen to this episode will be like okay this is what coaching is for this is for for me this is what I need um but then I suppose after the break we'll be talking about mentorship yeah um so yeah people can hear like the differences and um see what it is that they need whether it is a coach or whether it is a mentor so uh yeah that was really helpful thank you um <laughs> Cool. So, wow. Well, should we should we take a short break then, and when we come let's, back, talk about the wonderfulness of mentorship? Absolutely. Okay. We shall be back. Hi, Sarah here from the SEO Mindset. Just a quick reminder that if you do enjoy the podcast and what me and Tasman are doing, you can support by donating as little as £5 to us via our Buy Me A Coffee page. Just head on over to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash donate. There will be a link to that page in this episode's show notes. And also, we'd love it if you shared our podcast with others. The more listeners we get, we can continue to find awesome guests to join us for episodes and talk about important topics. So the next time you are listening to an episode and think someone would enjoy, tell them. Open up the episode in your app, find the share button, and you will be able to copy the link to the episode and send it to them via WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger, Slack. There's so many ways that you can help us spread the word. This season is sponsored by Bright Local, the all-in-one local SEO platform that helps businesses and agencies drive traffic and leads from local search. It's the only platform that's 100% focused on helping you succeed in local search, with a range of tools and features including local rank tracking and auditing, review management, citation building and more. They also have a wealth of free courses in their academy to help you learn and develop your skills to succeed in local SEO. 
SEO Mindset podcast listeners can take advantage of an exclusive offer. Sign up for a free 14-day Bright Local trial at the seomindset.co.uk forward slash Bright Local and receive $75 in citation builder credits when you go on to take up a subscription at the end of your trial. That link is also in the show notes. T's and C's and further information at the seomindset.co.uk forward slash bright local we are back tasman excellent excellent so let's delve into mentorship then so again let's start with the definition um i liked this one because it was short and simple unlike the coaching one which was a bit convoluted (laughs) Mentoring is when someone shares their knowledge, skills, and experience with another person to help them progress. Okay. Yeah. And some key elements of it. So generally, the person will be more senior to you and in the same field so that you'll be, um, you know, you'll, you'll see somebody who's doing really well in the industry and you may approach them. They may be part of the same organization they may put themselves forward, but generally they'll be in the same field or in the field that you want to get into. It's not an equal relationship. They, you're going to them because they've got the expertise that you want. So there is a bit of a hierarchy there. And whereas coaching will be about lots of questions, mentoring will be more about the telling, advising. Right suggesting because what they're doing is that they're sharing their knowledge and that's what you've signed up for right it's what you wanted they're sharing your, their knowledge and experience with you in order to help you grow yeah now there may be judgments so whereas in coaching it's non-judgmental here they may you may say oh i think my career would do really well if i went for that project and the mentor would be well within their right to say, I'm not sure if that's the right one for you. Do this one instead. That's an interest because um, normally like judgmental or judgments kind of has like a negative connotation. Mm. Um, so I suppose this is really key for people to be aware of when you get into mentorship that like, um, like it's not, I suppose... You don't want to scare people off by mm-hmm. saying that you're going to be judged. It's going to be really judgmental, but yeah. it's more that like if you have a like an idea or you have a a way of what how you want to achieve something, the mentor is going to like give you alternative yeah solutions if they yeah. don't feel like that is the right fit for you. I, yeah. I thought that was just important to bring up because yeah no, no, i agree and you know you're going to them because they've reached somewhere that you want to reach yes yeah and and they will um have done it and, and i think here's the thing that there is there are more than one way to get to that point they'll have taken yeah. a particular route and that's what they know so they may say to you oh i think your career would fly if you posted on social media more for example now yeah. you as an individual may not want to do that yeah. or you may not have thought about that route so um it's not about judgment in a judge you know um what was the word you used 
judgmental. Yeah. It is their opinion of what the right path is. Oh, okay. Mm. So there is a difference between judgmental and judgment. Mm. Okay. And um, usually these relationships are longer term. You wouldn't have a mentor for three months, for example. It, it could be for years that you have this particular person who is almost like a, um, a guide to, for you in your career. Now, one thing that a mentor may have or may not, and even if they have it, they may choose not to use it, is that they may not be coaching you on things like the personal development. So, for example, if they said, I think, um, you know, raising your profile would be a really good idea. Let's do some public speaking, which yeah. is a very good idea. Somebody yeah. receiving that advice may struggle with that. Yeah. And then the mentor may or may not know how to help them through that growth in order for them to do that thing. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and then there's some... <coughs> are there any other parts of mentorship that you can add to that? Because those are the, the main key ones I thought of. I mean, I think you've pretty much covered them all. Nothing really springs to springs to mind. Um, but I suppose, yeah, the main the main thing is that um, I suppose the main difference that I'm drawing from both of them is coaching is more about like the coach asking questions, understanding, giving you space, giving you time to think about things differently and all of this stuff. Whereas a mentor is a, a bit more structured. So if you'd ask like, how do I do this? What are the steps? And it's less about um, the mentor asking questions and um, understanding and giving you space to think yourself. It's more about like telling you, I suppose, like try this, try that. Yeah. Or like if you come up with an idea, they could be like, well, we did that, didn't really have the desired effects, but we did this instead, I suppose. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's it's obvious what the the key sort of differences are. And then um, there are these hybrid models. So a lot of the time you'll see on the internet, especially for people who are looking to start a side hustle, the advice is, Think of something you can do now that you couldn't do two years ago and teach somebody who's two steps um, further down the path. So, for example, yeah. um, I'm an SEO manager who, um, you know, I'm, I'm happy being an SEO manager. I've only been one for a couple of years. So if you want to be one, I can help you down that path. Now, often yeah. these people call themselves coaches. Another example is um, a business coach or a social media coach. They may have been doing it for a couple of years. They're not like super, super expert. They've done it for a couple of years, learned some stuff, valuable stuff, and say, you know what, I can teach you what I spent you know, two years learning. I can teach you that in six months, for example. So we could do that about podcasting, Tasman. We could. Now, for me, the the sticking point is when they call themselves a coach. And I can see why there's confusion. Because if you think about a football coach, 
I'm pretty sure they don't stand on the pitch and say to the footballer, so how do you think you can kick the ball? They're <laughs> <laughs> not going to do that. They're going to say, kick it like this or try this. So this is where this um, grey area has been created and, and the two terms have been swapped around a little bit. Yeah. Um, I feel that that's more mentorship rather than so, coaching. So I suppose, like, if you see any coaching or mentorship program, it's good to have these kind of questions, isn't it? Of like, um, so this is how, so for example, if you're signing up to a mentorship program, uh, you could be like, this is how I envisage mentorship. Is this the structure? And then isn't it about knowing what you're signing yourself up for, I suppose? 100%, yeah. Because then you're not wasting each, not that you're wasting each other's time, but you know what I mean? Like you're not signing up to something that's not quite right and the person isn't trying to do something that's not quite right for you. Yeah. So, yeah. Another hybrid type thing is um, coaches who have coaching programs, which is quite similar to what I do. So I'll have a coaching program that teaches people about personal development which is the knowledge base. And then there's group coaching or one-to-one coaching where I take more of a pure coaching um, stance where that person has centre stage, there's lots of questions. So it's a combination. Because when I'm in pure coaching mode, ICF regulated, I'm not allowed to tell people, do it like this. It's not part of the code of conduct. Right, and yes. If you feel in that environment that there is something that you can add that would add value to that person, you ask permission and say, I've got this book I could recommend. Do I have your permission to share? And then if they say yes, you share it. So coaches with coaching programs sort of like plug both um, elements. They give the knowledge, but then they also give the space. And I've had experience of all four of these models and I've benefited from all four. I think I've had more aha moments with a coach because you're working it out yourself rather than told. Um, But at the same time, there have been some great advice that I've been giving through mentorship, which saved a lot of time. Ah, okay. So... Yeah, I suppose it depends what you need at that moment in time. So maybe if you don't have a lot of time, maybe the mentorship is the route to go down. Um, whereas if you've got a bit more time and you want to, um, like, yeah, you, you you don't want so much someone to tell you how to do it, but you want a, a space to be facilitated where you can like work through your thoughts then that's where you go through the coaching options i suppose i think also if you even it's not not just about the time because if you are somebody who feels that you've been held back for some by something and you go to a mentor and they say right do these 10 things that could save you a lot of time if you could actually get through those 10 things but if you don't you're just going to feel um demoralized and more stuck. I think um, coaching helps in that respect. But if you are, so supposing right now, running a business, want to learn how to, I don't know, get better at social media, 
I would be happy to to do that. With the coaching, it's um, it's more about getting over those beliefs that are holding you back. Okay. Yeah. Um. Very interesting. Yeah. I. I mean, I didn't realize because I suppose before this episode, I would have kind of like interchangeably used coaching and mentorship and not really understood but now I feel like I'm got a much clearer picture um and yeah I mean so obviously we talked about um like with coaching um if you use someone who's got the accreditations and they've got the like qualifications or or what have you um then that that's always recommended right um but I suppose with mentorship it's less about the qualifications yeah. or yeah. I think it's more about um whether they're an expert in the field with accreditation what's happening is that you're you're provided with assurance of their you know their professionalism their expertise and that they're going to adhere to ethical standards whereas if you're a mentor you're somebody who has reached a certain position in that industry that person yeah. wants to learn from you so you're teaching them about that skill about that um, element of the industry as opposed to working on them oh, okay and I think also with a mentor it depends on the relationship there might not be a relationship where they're going to take into account other values so you may want to progress in your career but you also have a value where family time is very important and then there's a clash of values so a mentor depending on the relationship and you know what you said something that you, you know which do you go for it really does depend on what you want to achieve um your personal circumstances there's so many things but i think hopefully today's episode it won't have made everything crystal clear for anybody but it would give them a little bit more information to work on Oh, well, I, I think it is, you have made it crystal clear the differences and, um, yeah, and, and about making sure that you're signing up to the right one. So, yeah. Um, yeah, but obviously this is all a journey, isn't it, I suppose. And, um, yeah, um, it's, it's it, you learn some stuff along the way. <laughs> Any questions, reach out to me. I'm happy to answer. <laughs> Oh, well, that was, uh, that was a wonderful, um, yeah, I suppose you ended with the key takeaway, which was like choosing which one, right? Yeah, just, um, you know, find out, find out what you want and have discovery calls to see where there's a good fit. Yes, 100%. And a really good coach, if they feel that they can't help you, they will tell you that I can't help yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Because sometimes people come to a coach when they actually need a counsellor. Ah, interesting, interesting. Um, wow, that was that was wonderful. Thank you very much, Tasman, for uh, making it a lot more clearer what the differences are between coaching and mentorship. Um, so yeah, before we wrap up, just a reminder again of how you can support the podcast. Um, so you can buy us a coffee. So there'll be a link in the show notes for that. So you'll be able to give us a one-off donation if you're enjoying what me and Tasman are doing. And you can also help us spread the word. So tell everyone 
If you've enjoyed this episode, find a link to it and share it with your, your friends, family, colleagues, anyone and everyone to help as many people as possible be aware about the SEO mindset. Um, now, uh, well, oh, there is one more thing. There is. And yeah, I've just uh, just just seen the note. So uh, you received um, a, a lovely message from one of our listeners, didn't you? Yes. Should I should I read it out? Yes, yes. If we just uh, say the say the first name, I reckon. Yes. So this is from a lovely lady called Colette, and she sent me a message on LinkedIn the other day to say, "I'm a big fan of the SEO Mindset podcast." It's helped me a lot with my role, career, and the advice you and Sarah give is always so useful. A big thanks from me to you and Sarah. I actually came to your live podcast in Brighton with a colleague, which was such a great and wonderful way to kick off our first trip to Brighton SEO. Ah, well, thank you very much, Colette. And uh, yeah, that live podcast seems Mm -hmm. like it was ages ago um but uh, there is discussions of doing another live podcast um at the next brighton seo so obviously like yeah there's nothing been planned yet just uh you know planting the seed yes. um but but thank you very much collect that was wonderful it's always lovely when we receive messages from our listeners right um saying wonderful stuff about the podcast so thank you very much um and yeah, if you want, like, send us a message. Um, our Twitter and all our social media links are in the show notes. Um, so yeah, reach out to us, and uh, we'd love to read 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 your message out. Give you a shout out as well. Wonderful, right? Should we say Should we say goodbye, Tasman? I think we should. Thank you very much, Good. everybody, for listening. Yes, and thank you for that wonderful episode, Tasmin. It was very helpful. Thank you very much, Sarah. Take care. (laughs) Until next time. Bye.